I just want to start off by saying that congratulations, you made that sale. But unfortunately, your buyer has put in a return request, the dreaded return request. I'm here to give you guys five tips for dealing with returns on Poshmark. Hey, it's Lauren at Up and Out Thrift, and I am a full-time reseller. Now, before I get started, let me just say Poshmark and I go way back. I originally started selling on Poshmark when I was around 15 years old in high school, just selling things I had around the house because I wanted money and I couldn't really have a job and I didn't have a car or even a license. So I started selling things around the house on Poshmark. So it is my OG platform, but I do not sell on Poshmark anymore. I tried to get back on the platform recently and it just wasn't working out for me. The vibes were all the way the fuck off. So Poshmark and I, we got beef and I'm sure a lot of you do as well as either a buyer or a seller on the platform. First and foremost, I want to say that Poshmark will always, always, always side with the buyer. So they will force a return on you if all the right conditions are met, which we will be getting into later on in the episode. Starting off with tip number one, Poshmark will send you a prepaid label. Just as when your item sells, you have to sell through Poshmark, ship and delivery through them. When somebody purchases the item for you, they either pay the $7.95, $7.99 fee for the label, or you could give them an offer, give them a discounted uh, price on the label, which it does come out of the total percentage of your sale, plus another 20% fee right on top of that. But all in all, when a return is being made, you will be sent a prepaid shipping label. You cannot ship any other way uh, your buyer as well cannot ship back to you any other way than on Poshmark. This is good and this is bad. So basically Poshmark's philosophy they try to go off of is they want to make it as easy as possible for you. So I would recommend this platform for someone who is a casual seller who has never really sold anything online before. I would recommend it to my friends and family who just are trying to get rid of some stuff. But if you are a serious reseller, you are in it for the long run, you want to make money doing this. Um, Poshmark may not be for you just because they force you to ship with them. I personally do not like that. I am a big fan of shipping through platforms um, such as Mercari. I do ship through Mercari, but they give me options. They give me options through the USPS postal service. They give me options through FedEx, UPS, stuff like that. On eBay, ship through eBay because I get the cheapest shipping labels because I am a store owner. I pay a subscription, a set subscription every single month to eBay, about $22 every single month. And I'm paying to be on the platform. So in return, I get cheaper shipping labels. But on Depop, I ship third party. I usually ship through Pirate Ship. Sometimes I will use Shippo on my own. I know that Depop goes ahead and uh, uses Shippo's API to create their shipping labels. But just to let you guys know, uh, whenever you ship through Depop, uh, they take a little bit of a cut. And as you can very well see on their website, uh, their shipping labels are not the cheapest that you can get. So I am a big fan of freedom, having the freedom to choose who I ship with. I don't really like being tied down to the specific platform. So this is unfortunately a deal breaker between me and Poshmark. But in the long run, um, 
you know, if you're trying to be a full-time reseller, whatever, this might not be the platform for you, but hey, you could very much be a full-time reseller and only sell on Poshmark. Good for you. I'm genuinely happy for you. It has just not been working out for me on there, so I had to say goodbye to Poshmark, but I will say that there is an element of easiness to getting your prepaid shipping return label shipped to either uh, your buyer or you. Um, if you are a buyer as well, I have personally purchased things on Poshmark myself, as well as been a seller on the platform, and I have had to make one return, which I will talk about uh, later on in this podcast, but I have had to make a return myself. Which leads me into tip number two is you need to watch out for scammers with on the platform. Like I said previously, Poshmark will more than 100% of the time, I would say, uh, side with a buyer. And I do really stress that more than 100% of the time, they will side with the buyer. And I have read accounts of sellers selling to somebody and complaining to Poshmark, automatically receiving a refund back and saying to themselves, you know, well, I don't really have to send this item back to the seller because I already got my refund. So I got my refund, got all my money back and I got this item for free. Uh, this is not rare. This does happen a lot. And you as a seller kind of have a 50-50 shot at the possibility of maybe getting your item back or getting your money back. Uh, having the money come out of your account. So just keep that in mind. Um, they will probably just end up letting you keep that transaction and going ahead and paying out to the buyer of that item. But unfortunately you do lose the item. Now, something sketchy that goes on on Poshmark is the reposhing feature. This has not happened to me personally, but I have been reading accounts just about Poshmark. I keep up with these platforms all in all in general. I'm always reading up on them. But um, this woman, she sold an item to this person and the person complained to Poshmark and went ahead and kept the item and did not send it back and was refunded all the money. So what did she do? She kept the item. She listed it back up on her site, her closet, and uh, use the reposhing feature. So not only did she keep the item for free, get a free item, but went ahead and used the reposhing feature to try and sell that item uh, once again uh, for a higher price. There's nothing wrong with sourcing online. Don't get me wrong, online arbitrage, using platforms like Poshmark, eBay, and Depop to potentially source your items, your inventory, but this is just wrong because you're basically committing fraud. You are scamming someone out of their item, out of their money, and um, running the risk of maybe getting your account banned or having this person say some very not nice things about you or your closet. So I am not a fan of this reposhing feature at all. And as a seller, you can turn this feature off. But if you have it on, just know that somebody can purchase an item from you and essentially repost 
the exact same listing you had. They can use your photos. They can use every single thing you wrote in the description, in the title. And all Poshmark really does is put your closet name in the corner of your own photos on their page as a watermark, letting people know that this is reposhed from you. Now this reposhing feature, you could go ahead and use it on something you bought off of Poshmark previously years ago. There's no limit to this reposhing feature. So if you buy something off of Poshmark and let's say two, three years goes by, you can go ahead and uh, reposh that if you want to with the same exact photos that were up like, you know, two, three years ago. And obviously this is not good uh, for the buyer or seller, honestly, because it does not betray the item in the truest light. There's no way uh, an item can look the exact same after years of time, unless it was literally purchased and just left in a closet or something, and it is in the exact same condition. But honestly, after a couple years, uh, just go ahead and update the photos. I mean, it, taking photos, it's not too difficult, uh, especially on Poshmark, I feel like there's a lot of leeway to not be too aesthetic with your listings in general. Like I said, there's a ton of people on there that are not full-time resellers at all. They're just casual sellers. So they don't have studio lights. They don't have a solid white, white drop background, whatever. They're literally getting their comforter and laying it out on your comforter. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That's what I did in the very beginning. But I will say that um, just go ahead and update your listing. Do not reposh something um, that you might have purchased several years ago. Uh, be as accurate as possible so you can avoid these returns in general. Bad reviews. We do not want bad reviews at all. And we certainly do not want these returns. And I certainly do not want you guys to get burnt as a buyer as a seller on this platform. But before we get into tip number three, I wanna introduce you guys to one of my Bolo brands. This is a segment in my podcast where I feature a brand that I have personally picked up, sold and made a really good flip thrift profit off of it right off the bat. This brand today is based in the heart of Texas, Austin, Texas, also where this podcast is filmed. Love Austin, it's my hometown, love it here. Based here, it is the Howler Brothers brand. And just a little bit about them straight from their website, we are Howler Brothers. No, we aren't really blood related, but we are bonded by a whole bunch of things we love like surfing, classic surf culture, fly fishing, Western wear, waves, world cultures, food, and music. We mash all these things and more to create timeless apparel and accessories designed to help you and your friends heed the call. No matter whether that call is a big wave or a tiny ripple, world travel, or a walk around the block, we design everything we make in Austin, Texas, a place that provides daily inspiration with its vibrant and diverse creative culture. We are Howler Brothers, heed the call. A little bit more about them. They are well known for their long sleeve men's shirts. They use a quick drying, really high quality shirt. There's a little vent in the back by the collar and they have their signature embroidered little designs right up here on the shoulders and they feature really unique 
designed, well thought out embroidered patterns. Here's one, uh, it looks like it's a lily. There's another one that's a gator. This one's a bird and this one has scorpions on it. And you can tell if it is a Haller Brothers shirt because it will have the signature pearl snap buttons and this iconic embroidered design right up here on the shoulder patches. Now, a little bit about how I discovered this brand and these amazing pieces. I picked this piece up from the flea market for around seven to $10. I can't exactly remember how much, but I picked this piece up solely based on quality and the designs on the patches. What I picked up exactly was a Howler Brothers Paranormal Aliens Spaceship Design Pearl Snap Shirt. It was a nice gray, size medium, men's medium. It sold almost immediately. I listed this up and about five to 10 minutes later, it sold for $174.99. Now I do constantly run a coupon sale on eBay all throughout the year. It is a 10% off discount code. I think at this time I might've had a 15% discount code. So the item price was $174.99 plus the discount was 26.25 shipping was 5.99 sales so the net proceeds was around $134.29 for literally a 5 to 10 minute sale it sold almost immediately so people are constantly looking for these shirts they switch out the designs of these shirts. I don't know how that's based on what that's based on, but I think they do rotate these designs pretty regularly. And somebody was obviously looking for this shirt and bada bing, bada boom, I sold that and it was a great sale. If you are ever in Austin, Texas, the Howler Brothers Hacienda is located in the Clarksville neighborhood area at 1009 West Lynn Street, Austin, Texas, 78703. Go ahead and check them out. Go see their designs and go see why these shirts sell for so much money. And getting right back to it, tip number three, it is okay to fight back when you are a seller. Yes, I do push the narrative that the buyer is probably always right. And I do stress probably uh, most of the time I do not like to make a fuss about anything. I like to go straight to the platform themselves and have them help me handle the situation if the conflict does escalate. And this being said, um, I think it is okay to stand up for yourself as a seller. And if you do your listings correctly, you talk about things in detail and they're trying to put a item not as described on you. They're trying to give you a bad review or something. Stand up for yourself if you know you are in the right and it's the right circumstance and do not personally fight with the buyer. You are not gonna get anywhere with the buyer, being mean or rude to them is not gonna get you or your business anywhere good in the long run. And personally, fight back through Poshmark. Now I will say that Poshmark's customer service is a little slow. So get ready to play the long game when talking and dealing with Poshmark. Poshmark has caused me a lot of issues uh, through transactions, not the buyers. It is rarely ever the buyer. And as somebody who has 
purchased multiple things off of Poshmark, I have only had to do one return. And I did this return because it was truly an item not as described. I bought a really nice leather like saddlebag purse and it wasn't the right dimensions. It wasn't the right quality. Uh, there were no pockets inside and there was an inaccurate listing uh, description and it was like $50 plus the uh, seven, 95 fee i also had to pay for shipping so i was pretty upset by that so i reached out to the seller first and i was like hey you know this item didn't work out for me um unfortunately there was an inaccurate uh listing description and i'm just not happy and i would like to return this i know it says you don't accept returns but i would like to return this and she fought with me she basically fought with me and um let me just say this also she sent me a ups poly mailer bag turned inside out really quickly you don't want to do that because um you will get flagged by the post office if they do catch you doing that i don't know how they would have caught her for the flipped over bag but just for future notice do not use the usps boxes and cover them up they do know the dimensions of their own boxes they sell um, as well as using other people's uh, poly mailers that you might get for free from those various shipping companies just just don't do that but she did fight with me and she was not going to give me a return flat out so i went to poshmark and they do not have a call system you can't call anybody you can't message anybody you have to email poshmark and i had to play the long game with them they did not get back to me until the next day and i think i emailed them during the day at around 1 or 2 p.m and they waited till the very next day to email me but they did force a return on my case and the seller was pissed she was pissed she was mad and obviously did not want to work with me at all i don't remember if she was a reseller or was just selling casually but um she was mad and i get the impression that a lot of people probably are mad because um poshmark kind of tells a little white lie to their sellers and says um you know you don't have to do uh, returns on items or anything but in reality they will force a return on you because it is in poshmark's best interest to keep people on the platform keep buying from them but just personally from my experience on the platform and my experience with this one seller i refuse to buy anything off of poshmark because um obviously you know dealing with people it can be very difficult it could be a very sensitive subject and personally i do not like fighting with anybody and also when you are online it is very hard to convey your own emotions just as it is hard to figure out other people's emotions and hey she might have been coming off nasty and rude to me and um she very much well was but you know i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt and say that hey maybe she wasn't maybe um she was just having a bad day something like that um text emails aren't really reliable sources of information uh, when trying to figure out other people's emotional states. So just keep that in mind and try and work with Poshmark on your returns. Contacting the seller, of course, is first priority and as a seller, just keep in mind that even though Poshmark promises you that you don't have to 
fulfill these returns, um, it is in Poshmark's best interest to keep their customers coming back to the platform. They want to make money just as much as you want to make money. And you are a small fish in a very big sea. So they will force this return on you. Tip number four, everything on Poshmark seems to be moving a little slower on the platform. Just like I said previously, uh, Poshmark's customer service is very slow. So get ready for the slow game, but also get ready for slow updates. They recently just implemented a SKU number system within their listings. So now when you are creating your listings within Poshmark, you can add that SKU number in for your inventory system. With that being said, uh, Poshmark did get bought out by a Korean company called Naver in October 2022. So they got bought out pretty recently and they are just now starting to implement the kind of live selling whatnot kind of stuff of selling. Um, it's not going well. It's really not going well for Poshmark. I looked into it a little bit and the details are fuzzy. It seems a little weird uh, trying to get on live Poshmark sales and it go ahead go into the app, click on any one of them. And there's not going to be more than 50 people within a show, but go on a platform like whatnot. And the top shows are receiving 150 plus people and they're getting people bidding up their items and everything. So yes, potentially it is a good place for uh, resellers to go to and not really have that much competition when trying to source online in the live selling format kind of things. But I really feel as though Poshmark doesn't know who they are and things are moving pretty slow there. Yes, uh, the live selling is new and exciting, but the way that they implemented it just seems very rushed. And I don't hear a lot of people talking about their whatnot. I mean, excuse me, their Poshmark live selling uh, strategies. It's all about the whatnot live selling. Um, that's where people are going to, um, to actually do their own shows. Um, whatnot is very easy to work on. I have my own whatnot account. Um, in previous episodes, I've told you guys that I personally had to delete the app because I would find myself watching these shows, um, bidding on things like crazy. But whenever I open up the Poshmark app and see their live shows, it's a little disappointing and laggy and slow and kind of janky. So they are a little bit behind as a whole platform. So before we get into tip number five, which I truly do believe is the most important tip out of this whole episode. And this is a tool I use as a reseller, as myself to get more eyes on my items and to get more sales overall, generating more profits for me at the end of the year. That is Vendu. With Vendu, it is a cross-listing platform that I personally use for all my reselling platforms, my Depop, my eBay, my Mercari, it all goes straight through Vendu. And if you're curious, go ahead and check it out in my link. My link will be link to this podcast and every other podcast uh, before it. It is a Vendu Refer a Friend program. And when you use my link, you will receive 25% off the first month when you sign up for Vendu. You can also try out Vendu absolutely for free. They give you five free listings. So go ahead, go into Vendu, try it out, try it out for free. See if you even like it and then decide and get that 25% off the first month when you sign up using my link in the link below. Thank you guys so much.
And tip number five. So you are gearing up to play the slow game with Poshmark's customer service, and it doesn't seem like it's gonna be moving quicker anytime soon. So that being said, Poshmark is also a massive time suck. You cannot just post your items, post and ghost on this platform, you constantly need to be refreshing them. And this is an issue if you are a reseller or a seller of uh, lots of items <laughs> in general, if you are trying to build up your store um, because you have more and more to refresh. Now, I will say on the platform itself on desktop, there is a built-in refresh button within Poshmark itself. A lot of people subscribe to the third-party platform um, Posher VA, which will automatically refresh your listings and send out offers to people whenever people like your item. It'll automatically send out offers to them, but this is a paid service. They do have a free trial period. I think it's like seven days or something like that. And I have tried it out before and it did work uh, a little bit. I got a few sales out of it, but just keep that in mind. If you do wanna make serious sales on Poshmark, refreshing is definitely a part of the game and sending offers consistently and effectively is also a part of the game that being said that is on every single platform whenever i get an offer on ebay let's say i go ahead and respond to that offer very promptly i don't get a notification when i have watchers but when i do have watchers i see them every single morning and i go ahead and send an offer to them but eBay is different. I can post and ghost essentially. And at the end of every single month, I go through the listings that aren't necessarily doing great. They're not selling and I drop prices on everything. Poshmark is different though. It's just a whole different platform. So if you are a reseller trying to build up your store or something, keep this in mind. You will probably need this third party seller tool just because there's so many things you need to be doing on Poshmark and they want you to become a Poshmark ambassador and sell their boutique items and stuff. That's a possibility. But in my opinion, the most amount of money you are going to get out of doing any of this is to invest and you do that by going to the thrift store or consignment store or the garage sales, wherever you're gonna go pick your stuff up. Get it for a really low price, okay? Acquire that inventory and turn around and resell it for as much as you can. <laughs> that is uh, the biggest investment that you can make within your business. That is the root of it all is buying low and selling high. Do not feel guilty about this. Um, that is the business, that's the name of the game. And when you strategize more with how you are gonna spend your time, um, make sure in your strategy you are accounting for the time you're taking to refresh items, refresh listings, upkeep your store, upkeep customer service, stuff like that. And really ask yourself if third parties are worth it for you and your business. That is all I have for you guys today. If this podcast or any previous podcasts have helped you out before in any way, shape or form, go ahead and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts and tell me a little bit about what you enjoyed the most about the podcast and I will shout you out in future episodes. I love reading reviews from you guys and hearing from you guys what has been most helpful about this podcast for you and your business. Thanks guys for listening. I will see you in the next one. Bye.